0: Welcome to the grand tour. Um, sorry, no, I mean, this is the Anniversary Brothers podcast, but we are talking about uh Dragon Ball GT for its anniversary as we talk about your favorite uh TV shows and movies with celebrating their anniversaries. Um, I'm your host, Aaron Sarnecki, and joining me as always is my brother Josh Sarnecki.
1: Hey, no, I'm, I'm glad you made that joke because I was gonna make it if you didn't.
0: Okay, yeah um i i thought about wrapping it i i know I, <laughs> thank you for not yeah i i right before we started podcasting i sent josh the the rap intro for dragon ball gt i don't know if you watched
1: it i did i did yeah for the uh the funimation dub
0: yeah yeah
1: that was a ooh, that was yeah. a time
0: yeah that was a time so we are celebrating dragon ball gt for the uh the 20th anniversary of its u.s uh debut. So it originally uh, debuted in, like, early, I believe, uh, 1996, like a Mm -hmm. week after Dragon Ball Z ended in Japan. Uh, But we had to wait a long time in the U.S. to get it uh, because, uh, well, first we got Dragon Ball Z, we got things out of order. Then, like, while we were getting Dragon Ball Z, then we got Dragon Ball, and then they ended relatively around the same time, and we Mm -hmm. got Dragon Ball GT in, you know, uh late uh
1: 2003 right it was all a bit of a mixed mash i remember getting uh like dragon ball fan magazines and it had things for dragon ball gt well before dragon ball gt came to the u.s
0: and it's like right, what is right. this well what's even funnier about that is there was a video game the first dragon ball video game that came to the u.s was actually a dragon ball gt video game called final bout right um so like they had decided not to localize like any of the other games before that but they're just like yeah whatever dragon ball gt video game might as well just localize it and (laughs) i don't think it was a particularly good game um interesting thing of note though that in the video game steve bloom voices goku ah yeah But like the voice acting is really bad. He's like, you look strong. (laughs) Yeah. You know, Steve Bloom is allowed to phone it in every now and then. Well, I mean, that's probably more to do with the direction. Yeah. So, um yeah, I'm I'm this was a something that I always had in my mind that we might do, but I was always kinda hesitant to do it because um uh we're not going to do super i'm just going to say that now (laughs) if people get their hopes up uh because i have not i've watched one episode of super uh just randomly i think uh earlier this year i think and it's just i don't think that if that is on either of our radar to do um but, you know, I, I'm kind of less reluctant now because there's already another Dragon Ball series coming out, which we'll talk about. So it's like not like we haven't uh, we're we're skipping one series. Technically, there's a whole other series that's coming out now that we won't cover.
1: Dragon Ball Z Kai. We'll cover that for sure.
0: Right. Yeah, because it's uh, but I mean, it's interesting you, you mentioned Kai, because we'll talk about like the uh, the lack of filler or whether you consider this whole show to be filler. <laughs> um, but yeah, Josh, uh, I guess I want to give it to you, your recollection about watching this show.
1: So if I remember correctly, as we had talked about on our previous podcast on the anniversary of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, uh, we were huge fans of those series uh, yeah. and watched those pretty religiously on Toonami uh, on Cartoon Network and on the, um, I think UPN maybe. Uh well, uh,
0: Dragon Ball Z definitely was on UPN for a little while.
1: Yeah, so uh was it ever on WB?
0: Uh I don't think so.
1: Okay. Okay. But yeah, so we had very much uh grown up watching those shows. And then when this came to the US, I believe we first watched it on video. I think we collected all of the, the VHS.
0: Yeah. Um For some reason we got really into collecting the tapes um for these uh so we had all the tapes except one we couldn't find as a tape i don't even remember this and we had to get it as a dvd and the time was like no it was like we wanted all those tapes even though i don't think the old dragon ball z uh tapes had like artwork on the side that you collected it it would uh right fill it out but i don't think these did but for some reason i think it was because we didn't have a dvd player in our room we maybe had to like borrow our parents to watch that one
1: okay see that that totally uh right because definitely by like 2003
0: 2004 our family had a dvd player right um again i i don't i think we only had one
1: (laughs) so was that the the final like collection of episodes that we had on dvd
0: uh it, it was actually if i remember correctly the episode or episodes where oob fuses with boo to become Majube. okay because i believe he was on the cover
1: oh wow see that is totally lost to me i I don't recall that at all i trust you though yeah.
0: but i mean obviously if we had known i mean we don't even have any of them now but if we had known better we'd probably just gotten them all on dvd
1: I don't know if i those VHS. I'm sure collectors' items for someone somewhere. Yeah, someone. Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah, you. That's correct. We have, I think we went to the same place that we went in the mall for the Dragon Ball Z tapes. We went to Saturday Manne, or right. we might have went. We I don't know. We also might have gone to Fye when that was still at the mall. Neither of those things are still at the mall.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but both of those were where we got our our Dragon Ball or Dragon uh-huh. Ball, uh, right? Z tapes.
0: Yeah, we also got like merchandise there too, because um I had like a big um well we had like big statue not statues but like figurines like you hold in two hands of like Goku. You had like regular Goku, Super Saiyan 3 Goku, um and we had like a Gogeta one, Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta. Oh wow I, I think that might have been like the only GT thing we had. Hmm.
1: Because we had See, a bunch of. That.
0: Remember, we had a little tiny figurines so you could get in like a box of like twelve or. Oh yeah, 20. I remember those. But I don't think they had any GT in there. I think it was all the original Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z.
1: I think so, and then some of the the films mm-hmm. that had. Yeah, been I was like, what yet? are these things?
0: Yes, but we did have a little of GT. Um, so. Yeah, I just I remember when we were we we were doing this uh or when we were watching it or even before like one of our cousins was like like you guys are still on like dragon ball z like you don't even know like dragon ball gt comes out like i I don't know if he was like watching it like bootleg on the internet or whatever at that point
1: i don't recall that wow my memory for this is is awesome this is a real good anniversary for me to cover because i can't remember anything um i do remember being really into it though i mean maybe not so much as we were into dragon ball z but i have a pretty distinct memory of drawing uh like super saiyan 4 goku uh-huh. when i was uh maybe like doodling in class or right um you know just brushing up on my very subpar art skills
0: right i mean that's fair yeah um i i definitely was more into the drawing like uh star wars at that you know age but i definitely did draw some dragon ball stuff too yeah um so yeah i think i remember liking this overall um i am you know curious what your thoughts are on it now i as far as fans of you know the dragon ball you know overall franchise this is considered by most to be a lesser series largely because it's not based on the original manga. Um, Like the producers, like have been very transparent that like, they only made this to milk Dragon Ball further after they finished, you know, all the manga material in the show for Dragon Ball Z.
1: Right. Yeah. So for those who aren't aware, uh, the, the Dragon Ball series was created by uh, Akira Toriyama and dragon ball and dragon ball z both of those cartoons those those anime were based off of the the manga the original comics that he wrote but yes dragon ball gt is not based off of any existing manga it was completely original and akira toriyama was not really involved like he was he was involved so much that he helped with some of the character designs and he was the one who helped them name it dragon ball gt yeah other than that he really wasn't all that involved this was really just toei animation going in and just as you said wanting to milk this cash cow as much as they could
0: yeah which is fair I mean, well we'll talk about it if that's fair but uh yeah that's that's that's, that's all true um, but you know before we get into all that um as far as our feelings on it now uh, here's a word from our fellow podcasters on the pop break
1: Hey, it's Bill Bodkin, editor in chief of thepopbreak.com. Join myself, Amanda Rivas, Al Manorino, and a cavalcade of awesome guests on the Socially Distanced Podcast, the flagship podcast of thepopbreak.com. And it's Amanda Rivas. If you're a pop culture obsessed nerd like we are, then you need to make socially distanced an integral part of your life. We talk all the things, Marvel, Star Wars, you know, everything on Disney plus pretty much, as well as the hottest trending shows and news in the world of pop culture. This is definitely Al Manarino and not Bill Bodkin. So listen to the socially distanced podcast every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so we can eventually get Disney Plus to give us advertising money. Please, we could use the money. I, I have children. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Rivas, the Yuji Itadori of Anime Pop. And I'm Josh Rinecki, the Lloyd Forger of Anime Pop. Join us every month where we go over the recommendations for our favorite animes of the month, whether you're a newbie or an all-time pro, and go over the hottest news in the anime world. We're also gonna be talking about the mainstream anime that's capturing everyone's attention right now. So stay tuned, check us out every last Monday of the month right here on the Pop Break TV podcast feed, or else I'm gonna go Sukuna on y'all. So boom
0: and we are back so josh i'm really curious what your thoughts are on this now so let's just get into that so
1: i have very mixed feelings about this right on one end it's not quite as bad as i remembered
0: oh it's not as quite as bad as you remember so you liked it before but then like your memory was like why did i like that that was terrible
1: Yes, so I I liked it originally, and then in the interim, I had a change of heart and thought, this is garbage, why did I ever enjoy this? And then watching it again, I wasn't as critical. Like I don't think this is garbage. Um, That's high praise. I know, very high praise. But I still don't think it's anywhere near as memorable um, or... I don't want to say groundbreaking, but uh, impactful as Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z. It's it's pretty mid, as as the kids might say. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, but again, I, it's not like the atrocity I was afraid it was going to be. <laughs> I mean, there there are parts of it that certainly I am not a fan of and don't think hold up. Yeah, uh, like overall, narratively, I find that it's very redundant like it like so much of this is just like okay we're just going to copy and paste things that you liked from Dragon Ball Z and just put them back into this and then the things we are going to change don't necessarily work all that well like some of the character designs aren't as good mm-hmm. the I don't know if it's the color palette or the color grading or what but like the show looks so washed out compared mm-hmm. to Dragon Ball Z it just yeah. it's really kind of ugly as yeah, a i heard
0: somebody describe it i was watching they described it as having some sort of yellow tint i don't know if that's correct but it definitely has its own distinct look um yeah the, the, this whole video they were like talking about like um it's sort of like a rounder look um a lot of characters have huge chins i don't know if you knows that <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah so there were again some like aesthetic changes that i didn't like And besides that, like the things I appreciate the most were they made a few creative decisions that I think worked somewhat well, Uh but more than I think I appreciate that they took risks for some of the designs. Like we'll, we'll get into this when we talk more about transformations, but I think while it might be controversial, the super Saiyan four design I think is very ambitious compared to some of the other transformations we've seen in this franchise. So in conclusion, in in summary, uh, my, your honor, um, it's a mixed bag. Uh, I still don't think it's something I need to watch again, but again, not as terrible as I was afraid it would be. So um, Aaron, your rebuttal.
0: No, I mean, I have similar feelings that it's not, something that is amazing i think it has a lot of interesting ideas um i like the idea that i mean at least in concept that they wanted to go back to what dragon ball was originally at least for like the first saga where it is more of this uh adventure Mm. uh, because we really hadn't had anything like that since um characters ended up on namek in uh dragon ball z like the dragon balls were pretty much just a plot device after that um it wasn't Mm -hmm. really about exploring or anything like that um i do like think it's a was a weird choice that they're like well we only can have an adventure if goku is a little kid like he can't be an adult it just it doesn't have the same feel but like he'll be a little kid but like he won't exactly act like he's more mature so it's like it kind of like misses the point of like adult goku and little goku by like morphing them together
1: i push back that a little bit i do think there are times when he very much does act like his childish self. like okay watching the um episode in which the the villain baby is first introduced like you see goku yeah. like crawling along the glass tank like hey what's this guy i want to fight him it's like okay that feels very kid goku okay
0: okay that's fair um but yeah they're they're speaking of baby i think baby is probably other than the shadow dragons which are born from all the negative energy from all the overuse of their dragon balls i think baby is by far the most interesting concept that they had in this I mean i guess it's kind of like a reverse majin buu kind of where like instead of like people him taking people like into himself he kind of puts himself into everybody and like he mind controls them but i don't know i always thought that that was a very interesting uh you know i um art of the the show and i think I think that like the baby saga is the most interesting saga by far. Oh, definitely. I, Even I don't though think I, I, it definitely question. goes off the rails uh, narratively, I think once, like, it's like Goku transforms, he transforms again, then like Baby transforms, and then it's just like, I don't think like they. I mean, to be fair, like it very much feels like Akira, Toriy- uh, Akira Toriyama wrote it, and that. He, they just wrote it, you know, like week by week. And it's just go, oh, okay, well, maybe this will happen next week. I don't know. Cause like he's notorious for just like making stuff up as he went along.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I can, I can respect to a degree, but it does mean that the baby saga it does feel drawn out. And it's a lot of, well, uh, I wrote myself into a corner. How do I go about this next? Oh, I know, I'll do this. Um, which is, again, you know, I, non- I mean uncommon. i also
0: as much as i like baby as a villain i hate the name baby <laughs> <laughs> it's not threatening at all and it's just like goku versus baby vegeta it's not goku versus actual baby vegeta because that would be wrong you can't beat up a baby
1: you heard it here first babies are evil and they're gonna take over the universe it's
0: boss baby vegeta <laughs>
1: Yeah, babies will brainwash you and take over the planet. That's the real message of this show. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's silly. I agree that having this villain, who, as you put it, is like the reverse of Majin Bu, where he takes over the world instead of eating them by like brainwashing them, is interesting. And I and I'd like the idea of having the, um, the good guys having to like fight against their. Um, their allies like i one... guess it's
0: at the same time i just thought about it it's like very similar to um junior yeah Garlic junior saga except that they uh all the characters who were taken over retain their intelligence yeah and and that's what i was gonna say i, My actually, I could argue is that it's actually more interesting because they do have conversations with them like goku's like are you the real gohan are you the real goten mm-hmm. and like i don't know that lends itself the more writing you know opportunities than them just kind of snarling at them right
1: <laughs> yeah and i mean the garlic junior is is maybe one of the least well-regarded sagas in dragon ball z because it is filler yeah um but no that is again my complaint about you know this idea of baby going and, and taking over the world by like mind control is that again it's 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 a recycled plot point really. they, We've e- seen they this even
0: solve it the same way they, they do the, the holy water
1: they do like it's the <laughs> they it's so lazy that like okay well uh how do we solve this the same way we solved it last time And, and that is again my biggest complaint with this show overall is that it does some things that are interesting it does take some creative um turns like with with baby um but then it resolves them in the laziest way possible that's just a rehash of what we're already seeing like so many times just okay um well let's see it's just another transformation that's how we solve this Uh um okay how does goku beat him well uh he hasn't used the spirit bomb yet, so i guess he's gonna do that (laughs) um like just so much of it is again just a rehash what you've already seen the only times that it's really different um is when i think it stands out but even those don't always work like I appreciate, as you mentioned, it it does try to go back to some of the original Dragon Ball um, kind of mindset of like, okay, you're going to go on an adventure, you're going to go collect the Dragon Balls again on a larger scale. Uh, I like that. And I like that it finally gives consequences to using the Dragon Balls, where it's not just a get out of free jail card that you can use endlessly without repercussions. I, I like the idea of, okay, you use the Black Star Dragon Balls, and now the world's going to explode i like that you no know, okay you've overused the regular dragon balls so now they're going to turn evil and try to destroy the world like that is creative i think that adds stakes to something that really has been devoid of stakes for so long in that i mean death means nothing in this franchise it means right. absolutely nothing Like
0: right. krillin dies for a fourth time in this and gets wished back again
1: right right <laughs> it, 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 at some points like why even bother like it, it it doesn't matter like you, you i mean the bags like you could kill as many of them as you want like they're just going to wish them back like right right I, I, so, I didn't
0: realize that we didn't really talk about like we kind of assume people know what dragon ball is about but like I, i'm so assuming you, you know what dragon ball is about just for a like a brief plot summary of this we kind of already talked about it and what we just said but the premise of this is it takes place five years after dragon ball z ended um, emperor pilaf who was a villain from the original dragon ball accidentally wishes goku back to a little kid with the black tra- star dragon balls which are these dragon balls that kami who was like the god of the dragon ball universe made uh, when he was still fused with piccolo um, and they're super dangerous because once there's a wish that's made on them they scatter across the galaxy and if you don't get them back to earth within a year the earth explodes so goku uh his granddaughter pan and trunks uh set sail across the galaxy to try to find the dragon balls and bring them back within a year uh, and that's the plot for um the the basic plot for the first like 16 episodes before they introduced baby and then you know more villains you know it's, we didn't even talk about super android six or 17 not 16 17
1: yeah yeah i mean that that middle arc is kind of rough i think
0: yeah where like they end up copying fusion reborn with all the villains coming back from the dead yeah and that <laughs> again my
1: issue with not just this but maybe like the franchise overall is that so much of it seems redundant like we, we'll talk more about it um in terms of how this is not canon compared to like dragon ball super mm-hmm. but like even dragon ball super like they take a lot of the same elements of this and just do them differently. Like in this, we have, you know, Frieza coming back and Frieza comes back in super. We have mm-hmm. uh, Android 17 coming back in, in super. We have the idea of there being these other special forms of Dragon Balls coming back just instead of super. It's the the super Dragon Balls versus the, the yeah, Black Star true. Dragon Balls. So, <laughs> um, so, so much of it is just like mm-hmm. a, a rehash, and again, that's one of my fears about the franchise moving forward with um the newly announced series, which again we'll get more into, yeah, um but yeah, I don't know like do you think that the do you think the action holds up though because I mean that's always right. the kind of like the the main drawl of like you're not Um, coming for the story necessarily i mean
0: i didn't watch probably as many episodes as you um did it seemed i got a sense that you watched more than one episode for this i watched the first episode and then like i watched like a random episode from not. well i watched an episode from (laughs) the the first saga that i had heard about that they originally originally in this they had like condensed the first saga in the u.s into like a single episode because they were afraid that people wouldn't like the new direction Mm. Um, but then they later released it as the lost episodes so Mm. i watched this episode where goku and his friends have to fight these villains who their power is that they turn on a boombox and they start dancing and then they make Goku and his friends start dancing. And then while they're dancing, they beat him up.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I skipped over that episode. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I thought it was creative. Uh, I think overall, I mean, without having watched a lot of this, I think the action in general is on par with Dragon Ball z uh with the idea that like i know dragon ball z has very much been outclassed by uh, the generations of anime that have come out since its original debut um it was very like i think impressive for the time and there's still certain i think set pieces from both the original dragon ball and dragon ball z certain bits and pieces maybe not the entire fights but parts of it that you're like well wow that bit of animation is really creative with like how they use the scenery or you know what techniques they use or stuff like that um but i i don't think that um compared to probably all the stuff that you watch joshua that um the action is anything special in this
1: yes Yeah, Uh, as someone who has an anime podcast uh, in addition to this one, this is pretty forgettable action, I'd say. Like, I think Dragon Ball Z is important uh, and Dragon Ball are important because they did kind of set the tone for Shonen for the last, you know, 30, 40 years, really. Um, But this again it feels very lazy like there's there's not anything new with the action that we had already seen from dragon ball g or from dragon ball z and in many ways it's watered down um i think my biggest issue with the action in this is that one so much of it is based off of um just like power level just like okay whoever has the higher power level is going to win like there's really no strategy involved there's really no um element of um you know cooperation just like okay the strongest person fights the bad guy and whoever gets stronger first by powering up is going to win right um whereas something like uh like in more recent manga like um you know like demon slayer or attack on titan or uh even you know less recent but you know still based in the shonen uh genre like uh, naruto like so much of it is about you know okay there's different techniques involved there's different strategies involved there's different uh-huh. um approaches you have to take where this is okay i'm just going to punch you as hard as i can yeah. or blow you up and that's about it and right. if i can't beat you the first time okay then i need to get to another level and then i can beat you up
0: right um, so I that's mean, my I first d- problem right yeah i do think that with dragon ball z there are certain fights um that do take they they will use circumstance uh in interesting ways uh, you have things like uh goku and uh gohan and krillin versus vegeta like it takes all three of them to beat vegeta and they're like mm. pushed to the brink or like when they fight captain ginyu and they have to deal with the fact that captain ginyu has taken over goku's body Mm -hmm. so like they can't kill him because goku still needs his body but then like captain ginyu wants to take advantage of the fact that he wants to swap places with vegeta
1: right right and those i think are some of the more memorable fights because they are breaking from the formula of just okay Goku's just going to use a stronger Koken. He's yeah. just going to be a it's stronger... Kaioken,
0: Super- sorry. That's the US, you know, mistranslation.
1: Okay. He's going to use a stronger Kaioken. He's going to be a higher level of Super Saiyan. He's going to fuse. Like, always this, this other power-up that doesn't really reflect, mm-hmm. you know, any other, you know, element of, you know, what it takes to win a fight. Where, compare that to something like... Um, a more recent manga, like *Jujutsu Kaisen*, where there's this one battle um, where the one of the main characters and and his ally are fighting a uh, like a curse, um, kind of like a demonic entity, and they have to figure out how to beat them um, with this ally's power. Where he claps, and when he claps, he and his friend switch places. And so it's about them taking advantage of this strange ability that makes for a really creative and unusual fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get that in, in in this. This is you know purely again just like who's stronger, and and that's mm-hmm. about it. Um, so in my I guess my other or that kind of gets into my other um, complaints or issue with the action is that so much of it is. It's like there's this back and forth of one-sided fights where i think dragon ball z did a better job of giving you a sense of okay this could go either way like how is this going to end for this uh especially looking at the the baby fight uh which that's a weird thing to say baby fight <laughs> um <laughs> with um with goku fighting baby vegeta um and now i'm thinking of vegeta and diapers um But so much of that is okay, Baby is so much stronger than Goku. Goku doesn't stand a chance. And then, oh, now, Goku's so much stronger than Baby, and Baby doesn't stand a chance. And now, wait a second, Baby's so much stronger than Goku. Like It's like so back and forth, and there's never really a sense of is there like an evenly matched element to this? Or is it just, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to keep one-upping you until the writers just say, okay, that's enough. We can end the battle now. Yeah. Sorry, that was a there's a long-winded rant no on.
0: i mean it, t- it totally makes sense um so we've t- we already talked a little about the characterization of goku i still don't think he has quite as much the charm that you know original kid goku did um but i i will concede you know that maybe you know i haven't watched every single episode so it's been a while um i mean what are your you know, feelings on, like, the other characters. I know that a lot of people didn't like Pan's characterization in this, that they thought that she was sort of wasted potential. I do actually, like, watching the first episode, think she had a pretty fun introduction. Did you watch the first episode? I did, yeah. Yeah, where she's, like, um, has to stop this bank robbery, and then, like, she scares away her date because he's afraid how strong she is, Mm -hmm. and, like, she can't deal with the fact that her grandfather is now this little kid. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I think a lot of people, if you watch the show as a whole, were annoyed that she kind of just ends up being a damsel in distress.
1: Yes, and that is my biggest problem with it is that I think Hannah is a, is a character with a lot of potential. I like that they,
0: I like um, her design too. So
1: yeah, I think she's got a great design. I like the idea of having, um, you know, another generation of the mm-hmm. the Z fighters. Um, or GT fights. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think they're called that. Um, but the problem is that she's always positioned as second fiddle to Goku. And so much of it, as you said, like is a damsel in distress. Whereas, I don't know, it, in so many ways, it repeats the same sins of Dragon Ball Z, where they set up these interesting characters that have the potential to take the narrative and the franchise forward and then they'd say you know what this isn't as cool as goku so we're just gonna put them in the corner and focus more on goku like Mm -hmm. this is gohan all over again it's you know oh like we're gonna set him up as someone you know who could really be the new uh you know protagonist of the franchise as the, the one who can really guide um this this series and then decide that, you know what, never mind. That's not the case. And I I feel like they don't even do that with with Pan. Like they maybe like at first like Mm -hmm. give her more time to shine. Um, but then they very quickly drop that. And yeah, it's it's pretty much just, isn't this funny that like this girl is like with her grandpa and he's like (laughs) a little kid now? Isn't that quirky? Mm -hmm. Um so no, I I I'm frustrated because I think Pan could have been such an interesting character and they just Mm -hmm. i don't just weren't interested in doing anything with her
0: yeah um yeah i think i think that's definitely true um as far as like other characters uh, i mean we have trunks i've always so you watch the intro that has the uh the japanese intro right yes which, by the way, is actually regarded as one of the best Dragon Ball intros, even though people don't tend to like the show as much. Don't you? think mm. The, the intro. Don't you think it's a pretty good intro? Yeah, it's no. a catchy song. The, the music it's has pretty, been stuck in my head all week. Yeah, it's very charming. Um, but in the intro, Trunks uses his sword, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't use his sword at all in the actual show. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. Of course, that gets confusing because like technically he got the sword like in one of the movies, which like contradicts <laughs>
1: yeah
0: but but yeah present trunks like he might look like future trunks now, but they are not the same character they have the same voice actor not but they're not the same character um so it's sort of like, here's this thing you like. But again, with Goku, it's like, here's sort of the thing you like, but it's not exactly the way you remember it.
1: Yes. And again, if, if I'm going to get on my high horse again, uh, or my if I'm going to get on my high horse again, this is a failed attempt at giving people what they want. Because Trunks is future Trunks, is yeah. a beloved character. And he is, as I think I mentioned in our previous podcast, he is my favorite character from this franchise. Right. Present Trunks is a disappointment. <laughs> no, no, no offense to Present Trunks, but he just can't compare he to can't his compare. post-apocalyptic uh right. John Connor, uh Kyle Reeves, Kyle Kyle Reeves. Kyle Reeves. Reeves. No, <laughs> Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. Um Kyle Reese version of himself yeah. from the future. He just He's not as cool. He's not as tortured. He's not as compelling.
0: He's he's a spoiled rich kid.
1: He's a spoiled rich kid who really the, the, the biggest thing of note in Trunks and this is that like, OK, he's the smart one. Like he knows what he's doing with the machine. So in the um, earlier saga, when he is um, when they're um, fighting the uh, machine mutants, um, mm-hmm. where baby comes from he's able to um you know is that where baby program things from? <laughs> yes babies come from machine mutants, didn't you know um uh, he, he's able to like do his his tech stuff and like the reason they're able to travel through space to collect the the black star dragon balls is because of trunks's um you know knowledge and ability to you know navigate through space mm-hmm. But other than that, they again they give up on him because they realize, okay, he's really not all that interesting. Like there's there's not much to do with him. So, and and that's, I mean, very clearly shown because he's important in the first arc or the first saga, and then they really just forget about him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which right again he, as he, someone he, who loves Future right, Trunks, it's actually, super. Yeah, he's not. He doesn't go on the. The other Dragon Ball journey, I don't think. No. It's just Goku and Pan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So again, it's,
0: and it's Giru. Can we talk about Giru? I don't know if there's much to talk about him. He is Giru, kind of, yes. He is like the, I don't know, the Abu. He is like a monkey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. He is the little has, no, no, robot. No, he does companion. not
0: nearly have as much charm as Abu. Yeah. The they, little robot can Yeah.
1: yeah. That uh that eats the the dragon radar and so he helps them find the dragon balls. Uh, and at some point it looks like he's betrayed them because he's actually machine mutant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's fine. I mean, I don't know. There's there's not much to say there. Yeah. I have to know Aaron because I believe you said this was your favorite character from um Dragon Ball Z. Oh, how do you feel about Vegeta's portrayal?
0: Oh yeah, I do have a feeling that. Vegeta definitely much gets the shaft in this show, like most characters. Um, for one, he starts out with like a mustache, which is absolutely cursed.
1: <laughs> oh, love the mustache! Uh, I can't. So
0: much that I forgot I was going to send you a, a a clip of where his daughter tells him to shave off the mustache because he looks like a geek, and then Bulma and Chi Chi make fun of him for it, and he gets upset. Yeah. And
1: later, you see him driving back from the mall with his daughter, and yeah. he's bought like a, a shaving kit.
0: Yeah, no, the, I there was another like fan video where like they put the Gillette theme song to him shaving. <laughs> That's good. That's good. yeah. Uh, but yeah, in in this, I mean, he doesn't go on a lot of the adventures. Um, it what really bothers me. I like like kind of the his design in this is a little bit different. Once he shaves, he as they kind of experimented with the uh, original dragon ball z um as he uh progresses as a character he kind of dresses more casual so in this like he just dresses like a normal earthling mm-hmm. but like later he's got like this like jacket it was, like it's a cool jacket and like jeans and gloves and he's pretty cool looking i mean yeah. if, with the mustache i don't think so but <laughs> anyway
1: um looks out like of a biker gang
0: yeah um my my biggest problem is that they're like, well, you never went Super Saiyan three. We need Bulma to basically like come up with an excuse for you to become Super Saiyan four. She's going to build you this machine that's going to blast you with these things called blutz waves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like he he needs a crutch basically to even compare to Goku now. Like, granted, like they kind of did the same thing with Majin Vegeta. Mm. um but like that was very much that was just so much more interesting and it felt less artificial because he's mm. not actually using a machine and like that had so many more consequences than this does this is just like we need them to fuse but he needs to be super sane for to do that
1: yeah yeah no, we uh we need to give him steroids
0: because he can't match up to Goku. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, there is this kind of cool scene where like when Nappa came back and he killed him again, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's what... No, my problem is that one again, yeah, it, it is kind of lazy, but two, it feels so antithetical to the character. Yeah, like. At the end of the day, Vegeta's defining trait is his pride. Yeah. And to, to think that he would accept this shortcut in order to get to Super Saiyan 4, that's yeah ridiculous. Like, there's there's no way the Vegeta of Dragon Ball Z would ever.
0: <laughs> right. You, you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I will give it credit. And there's this video I should share with you that besides like helping build the spaceship i'm assuming in this and uh making the bloods waves things like this just further solidifies bulma as like the most important character because they could not win without her (laughs) because she builds everything because she has money and the expertise
1: oh yeah like she doesn't fight but she is the mvp of this of this series Uh, or of the franchise yeah nothing can happen without her i mean dragon radar Trunks' time machine yeah uh the spaceship and the yeah you name it she's behind it um yeah no i think bulma is is definitely a, a very underappreciated character
0: right she's underappreciated but she's always in the forefront i feel worse for chi chi in this where like She's like, even when they're like, yeah, I guess Goku's younger. It's like Goku and Gohan are like, well, what if you just like waited to grow up? And he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not realize like he's just coming back from like five years and this is how you treat his wife? Okay. I mean, there's already like people. Not everybody actually likes the Dragon Ball Z ending. How he just pieces out and is just like, whatever, bye.
1: <laughs> I think we've talked about previously how Goku is a pretty terrible father yeah i think we also have to talk about goku being a pretty awful spouse yeah because he says in the the first episode once he's finished training oob it's like okay i better go see my wife it's been you know five years i hope she's not too mad at me or like she's (laughs) gonna be real mad at me it's like yeah she is because you just left without saying anything you idiot yeah like how many times have you just like pieced off without a word? Yeah. Leaving her to raise your sons. Like, yeah. Not so not only is he like an absentee father, he's also a, you know, a terribly um inconsiderate spouse. Now so, he's a
0: te- absentee grandfather. Exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> right. Like comes like, grandpa, is that you? I mean, I haven't seen you in five years because you just yeah, left out of the blue. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: no, so I I think Chi Chi is a character who I think is is very neglected from the story where they just decided that, okay, we're going to make her in, in Dragon Ball Z this kind of shrew of a character mm-hmm. who um is always kind of browbeating her 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 husband and mm-hmm. always kind of pestering her 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 son to to you know get an education um and i feel like this is just more the same but like it doesn't ever hold goku to account for the fact Mm -hmm. that he's not a good partner
0: yeah um i feel like it's also other characters i there's just so many strange choices in this show like Especially because we don't really get this from the uh, from the end of Z, where like they turn Goten into like a ladies' man. Yeah, it's just like he's always on the you know going out on a date or on the phone. He's like, which is funny And when he played Blast Off. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be gone for a year, and he's like, oh, never mind, my schedule cleared up because he actually was supposed to go on the ship with Goku instead of Pan, mm-hmm. which I actually. It would have been interesting was all four of them. I feel like because Goten apparently Goten has actually got a lot of characterization in the Super manga recently, but mm. um in the shows he is not.
1: <laughs> yeah, now Goten from everything I've seen is just a forgettable character. Like right. so much of him is comic relief, really. Like him and, yeah. and present Trunks um yeah. in Dragon Ball Z yeah goten very forgettable uh i think the for me the other thing that he was memorable for in this is that he helped uh turn vegeta into baby vegeta because he was yeah. taken over first um which briefly to go back to vegeta in terms of my complaints about um rehashing and recycling elements you mentioned um you know majin vegeta when vegeta yeah briefly went evil again in the the majin Buu arc um or in lead up to the majin Buu arc again that's i i think that totally takes away some of the um the impact of baby vegeta in this because like okay like we've already seen evil vegeta Uh like yes this is different because vegeta's not willingly doing this and, and vegeta's not uh, aware like like mm-hmm. baby is like fully taken over but it's like okay evil vegeta again we know how this goes like right.
0: he's been evil for majority of the series <laughs> right
1: yeah so it's it just kind of again like
0: there are stale. Some in- yeah, there's some interesting things like the fact that his how much his appearance changes he becomes more mechanical kind of because like he's being taken over by like some sort of robot
1: yeah that that i i think is is fun like i think that the design of um like baby Dude is is fine but the the other i don't know if this is controversial but i i, I want to know how mm-hmm. you feel about it um but i i i think potentially controversial um element is what they do with piccolo
0: in this oh holy crap i forgot about that yeah man there's just so many questionable decisions in this show yes i mean i understand like narratively it makes sense so they get the black draw black star dragon balls back um and uh they decide piccolo decides that they are too dangerous to be used again and that it's better that the earth blow up while he's still on it Mm -hmm. than uh them to stay around. Uh yeah, I was not a fan of that it, it is very heartbreaking uh where he you know telepathically talks to Gohan and explains the decision, and Gohan can't do anything to stop it like mm-hmm. that's a very memorable scene. I don't mm-hmm. like that like this is the third again, not that death means anything, but like if I was thinking of characters that have died three times, I was not thinking Piccolo would have been one of them, yeah, yeah I I'm torn because
1: it does give meaning to Piccolo in this, but it's also kind of disrespectful. It's like, uh-huh. okay, this is the only way that we could possibly utilize Piccolo in this is that right. he's just going to sacrifice himself. Um, yes, that does lead to a you know a pretty uh, emotional goodbye with with Gohan, and and that is as we talked about the. The, the the best father-son relationship <laughs> in this entire franchise but I don't know. again this just becomes the the saiyan show um yeah. without him and it's 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 a shame because he is one of the most beloved characters of this uh-huh. franchise and so right. there's I'm no
0: orange that, piccolo in this
1: well i was gonna <laughs> say I'm, I'm glad that in you know dragon ball super like they've been able to do more with him even if him turning orange is silly but i mean that goes into it's it's pumpkin spice
0: <laughs> <Pickle> or <Okay. off. laughs>
1: just in time for halloween yeah. i i don't. I mean that goes to like a bigger issue with the with... transformations yeah right yeah, there are so...
0: just so many now um, there's there's so many the, the fact that there's a super saiyan 4 though i read that they kind of named it super saiyan out of convenience but the fact that there is anything of the sort it's ridiculous i i very much am of the opinion that they jumped the shark with super saiyan 3 like why are there so many super saiyan forms now like i guess i i mean i'm willing to accept super saiyan 3 super saiyan 4 just it it feels i mean it literally is tacked on um yeah. because um it's not from the original source material um but i do agree with you so with the um the design even though it does bother me that it's not consistent if it's going to be called super saiyan with not having any of the golden hair though apparently they did consider it mm. um the idea of you know goku having the uh the fur and the tail um and he still has like spiky hair that's kind of similar to super saiyan 4 but like it's not the same yeah, it's a little bit has... more wild yeah he also has eyebrows this time which is nice
1: yeah super saiyan 3 without the eyebrows <laughs> so stupid um yeah and then he's got like a uh i don't know a little eye shadow got he's got the, the eye shadow got that yeah. smoky eye look okay yeah. goku um yeah and instead of like the um the green eyes he's got i think
0: it's like red with or, it's what it's like
1: yellow with like defined pupils which is something yeah, he has a yeah. typically have
0: yeah um i do think it looks very cool and it is by far the most iconic element of the show i mean i guess that's not too surprising that a transformation would be but yeah
1: no i i think for me the things when i think of dragon ball GT, the two things i think of are super saiyan 4 and pam like those i think are oh the really elements. okay
0: i'm yeah. probably add i mean i i think there are a lot of memorable things I probably think of i mean is there much to say about super android uh 17 i I mean mean, this is like his hair is long now and he has those things that he absorb energy didn't you watch those episodes or no
1: i i was planning on it and then i just decided that no, I don't. I they don't they did. They
0: try to do so. Talking about a character who doesn't get a lot to do, but like at least they did something with her with Android eighteen, where she basically has to like fight her brother. Now, mm-hmm. gives her some conflict when he kills krillin
1: Yeah, I appreciate that they gave Android eighteen something to do, because she was one who very much just kind of fell by the wayside. As I mean, that's again, one of the hallmarks of the Dragon Ball franchise is we're going to set up this character and then we're going to forget about them because, oh, wait, we have characters we want to highlight more. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. you're not a Saiyan, so I'm yeah. sorry, Yamcha, I'm sorry, TN. Like, no sorry, one cares Chow about you.
0: you're like you're not strong enough to fight the androids.
1: Yeah, so Android 18 coming back um, as a, you know, a supporting fighter, I think, was a good call. Um, but, yeah, overall, like, i don't know android 17 it's it's okay i mean it's it's just
0: they tore him from his peaceful life as a park ranger yeah
1: i mean i i I feel bad for him i mean he, he wasn't hurting anyone at that point yeah but yeah of of the arcs i'd say that's the most forgettable like even like it's it's i mean incredibly short actually the the final yeah. arc of the um the shadow dragons um but that's i mean more memorable really than yeah uh android 7 super android 17 um going back um to transformations for a second though um because i think i mean android 17 is a or super android 17 is an example of kind of another kind of a uh, questionable transformation that doesn't really mm-hmm. do all that much design wise um for for Super Saiyan Four, again, I I think it's a little goofy, like having like the the pink or the red fur on like Goku and Vegeta, like very much feels like, okay, what if it was you know Goku, but he was a furry, um, yeah, I know. <laughs> which is yeah. kind of weird. Um, I mean, no no judgment, but it's it just kind of strange, and yeah. yes, it, it it does totally stand out from the other Mm -hmm. um designs in a way that's a little jarring at the same time though i appreciate that it is different like it Mm -hmm. reminds me in some ways of um in in one piece um recently luffy uh has his gear five form Mm -hmm. which is very different Mm -hmm. um than his previous forms um which I, again, I, I think there's a, a bold choice and, you know, it may rub people the wrong way, but it's it's distinct and it's exciting. I like Super Saiyan 4 in that, again, I think it's so much more creative than what they do in Super. Like, in Super, it's really just, okay, we're just going to change what color you are. Like, mm-hmm. okay, Piccolo, you're no longer green, you're orange. Okay, uh Super Saiyan... Uh, what's what's above that? Super Saiyan God. Uh, you'll be red. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's above
0: that? Blue. Uh,
1: like it's like okay, we're just gonna go through the rainbow at this point. Like,
0: <laughs> I feel bad for anybody who's colorblind. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just it's so lazy. Like thinking of so many other, um, anime or even like earlier in Dragon Ball Z when they were really creative with the transformations, like Frieza's like transformations. So like right. You know, off the walls like so dramatic um in the changes so that when you got to Frieza's final form it really was was terrifying even though maybe not as physically imposing you got the sense that oh like things are going down yeah same thing with um with with cell like there was such a dramatic change that it it really did give you a sense that things are you know happening here Mm -hmm. if you just change the color it's like okay like Mm -hmm. What are we doing dying eggs like what is this <laughs> yeah so
0: i do again. have a question for you so they don't really address it maybe they do and i just haven't watched the episode the fact that goku is an adult as super saiyan 4 even though the wish has not been undone um is it the idea just like it's so powerful the wish cannot hold back his his power or whatever Um, I don't know if that explained how you feel about that. I. In the episodes I
1: watched, it didn't say, but at least I don't recall it saying, but my understanding is that. He's so strong as Super Saiyan 4 that his child body can't contain that much energy
0: so that he has
1: to turn into adult form.
0: Right. I'm not. What would kid Super Saiyan 4 Goku look like? I mean, we see
1: (laughs) Super Saiyan 3 child Goku, and it's stupid as anything. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think that's the explanation for it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the the bigger explanation is they're like, we want this to look cool, and if he's a child still, it won't be cool. Right.
0: Yeah. So... So I mean, I don't know. Is there much else to talk about in terms of the story? I mean, we get to the end where they fight the shadow dragon, where it seems like all hope is lost and they use the spirit bomb. I, I, they might use like, it's like from the entire universe or. It something is. Like.
1: Yeah. Um, it's the, like the super ultra mega. Yeah. Giganto. Super yeah. So they use bomb. it.
0: Um, and then some really weird stuff happens that like Goku flies off with Shenron He's like, I'm just gonna like leave for a while because you people have been using the Dragon Balls way too much, <laughs> and then like the Dragon Balls fuse with Goku, mm. and then, he, but he's still a kid. But then, like a hundred years later, they or maybe a hundred years later, they show the World Martial Arts Tournament, and it's Pan as an old woman watching her grandson Goku Junior. Versus uh, Vegeta Jr. No. Um, and, okay, for one thing, Goku Jr. is by far less of a Saiyan than her. She never turns Super Saiyan, but somehow he can. Sexism. Yeah, or or something. Double, double standard. Uh. So, g-
1: briefly, the reason that Pan never turned into a Super Saiyan in this, according to what I read, is that one they didn't know how to design it and two she never had a reason to Uh, which is bs that's total nonsense so anyway sorry it's a tangent
0: all right um but yeah uh so then we see like goku is just like in the crowd apparently he says he's adult goku now has not like aged a day and like is like a he's not like a ghost but like he's like some unholy un- monster in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> wow that's no that's- no he's it's like he's the guardian uh except like we talked briefly about Urup, How like he was supposed to be the guardian just like every other character was just short-changed um even though he fused with you know apparently by the way majub is a, a localization thing that was not anything they ever said in the uh the original show. Mm-hmm. but yeah um he was originally supposed to be the guardian we we get a little of him he's thrown to the wayside now it's like goku's like the guardian all along because who else would it be yeah um it does have like i remember what the last episode does have like a like a retrospective just like all the good times.
1: How many times has Krillin died?
0: Yeah, I mean, they could show that. Yeah. I act like, I don't know. As much as I don't really like the ending of Z, I would have... I mean, I guess if we talk about canon now, part of me and a lot of people don't consider G, GT to be canon anyway. And I mean, part of me is like, yeah, I kind of don't consider it to be canon uh, just because it wasn't based off the original source material. It was just used to milk a franchise that had been going on for 10 years already. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, you could argue there were so many different places where this series could have ended. It could have ended after the original Dragon Ball. Be like, yeah, I don't even consider Dragon Ball Z to be canon. It's like, okay, let's not get carried away. <laughs> uh, but, um, but definitely also just the fact that it's uh, been replaced largely by Super. Um, that there is so much that's happened in Super now that uh, it it just they cannot exist in the same continuity though i could argue that like i'm not sure if i consider super to be canon either cuz it contradicts the end of z so much yeah it... it's whatever toriyama wants and whatever makes money that's the answer
1: uh uh-huh. i honestly, i don't know how much continuity actually matters in i the mean franchise. And that's,
0: the, that's like ultimate toriyama answer where, where people like it's like oh what happened to Launch? It's like oh I forgot about her. <laughs>
1: right, but even beyond that, how many of the the films from Dragon Ball Z like completely contradict or just like don't make any sense in terms of how right. they could possibly interact?
0: Right, but isn't that normal for most anime?
1: To a degree, but still there's a sense of okay this could still fit in perhaps. Mm-hmm. But like some of those like no like this this doesn't work. And so I think the more you try to, like, understand the continuity in canon, the more it just doesn't work. Like, I I, I think the closest they come to making that um, try to make sense is everything with Future Trunks in terms of, like, the, the time travel of it all. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, by the time you get to Super, like, they introduce... You know not just like different timelines but different universes so you've got like a multiverse you've got different timelines within the same universe mm-hmm. like it's it's all just like so like convoluted so that mm-hmm. do i think Dragon Ball GT is is canon like no because yeah it's not based off the manga uh, toriyama was only very 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 uh limitedly involved in it um and you know super largely um you know replaces it it takes place in in roughly the same time but again like maybe it could be like in another universe or another Mm -hmm. timeline of the the dragon ball world
0: there Um, yeah there is a small subsection and having not watched super i cannot say uh there are is a small section of people to like I don't like super, I prefer GT. And if you're one of those people, that is perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, I mean... I mean, you're you're welcome to enjoy whatever. Like, it's... I don't know. It's a... I don't know. It's a choose-your-own-adventure, I guess. (laughs) If you want to like GT, fine. If you want to go super, okay. If you just want to say that Dragon Ball Z is the end and I don't care about this anymore, good for you. It doesn't... But, yeah. I mean, ultimately the the legacy of of this is that it doesn't have one. It's is that it's
0: and that's the, not true. There's 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 a special that's called the hero's legacy that oh, where he oh. meets kid Go, or he meets Goku Jr.
1: Oh jeez, yeah. Like this is very much like the the I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way of saying this that's not. Uh, disrespectful, but just like the term like the 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 redheaded stepchild yeah. of the yeah, I know what franchise. You're to say, yeah. Um yeah, no no disrespect to to redheads or, or or um stepchildren. But yeah, it it's very much like This doesn't fit. Um, but it's technically kind of the franchise. And so whether or not you know the, the fans want to acknowledge it really depends on who you ask.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so we, I think, alluded to it previously that there is a new Dragon Ball series coming out that got a lot of people thinking about GT. Uh, it's called, what, Dragon Ball Dima? Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, Dragon Ball Daima, And it, co- it comes out next year, and they basically are like... Hey, um, well, at first, you know, it made me think of GT because apparently like all the characters are kids now because of some sort of like wish or something, but also mm-hmm. made me think of the end of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Ninja, you know, Ninja, um, Alien Rangers, because that was like, turned all the people into the kids and they had to like go on an adventure. So it was like, kind of like that.
1: Yeah yeah and this was something we had talked about um amanda and i talked about on our anime pop podcast um about like our excitement for it like what we were expecting um yeah for for dragon ball daima it it's strange that they would go back to this plot point kind of because yes rather than it just being goku turning into a kid in in daima it seems like everyone's turned back into a child yeah um so we, you know, literally get baby Vegeta. Just it's not
0: right, you know. Baby I, and the character, and it also is just like, Go Go and Trunks are like their actual babies now. Yeah, I'm guessing Pan like doesn't even exist now. Probably, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not sure.
1: I mean, the the biggest difference. Um, other than that, I I don't know if they've actually confirmed. I think it's supposed to take place after super, but I don't know if its place in yeah. the timeline is necessarily clear yet. Um, but the biggest difference is that Akira Toriyama is supposedly very involved mm-hmm. with daima Uh whereas again in GT, super limited involvement. So for that, I mean I think that gives some um level of confidence to fans that okay, you mm-hmm. got Toriyama involved still. That's usually a good sign if the um the original creator is going to be working on it at the same time i don't think it's something that a lot of people were clamoring for if we want to de-age these yeah.
0: characters yeah i mean i saw a lot of like reaction apparently because i said before like there have been stuff i think in the, the super manga where with more with trunks or, or or more with goten or maybe even both of them and they were like we're really interested in what the characters would be like older and now they're you, you they're literally in swaddling clothes it's like you can't like no. there's, there's nothing for them now um no. i mean and it is confusing cuz i think some people there are these chapters in the super manga that have not been adapted as anime that mm. um why they're just they're doing this new series it's kind of head scratcher um so yeah it's not definitely not something that i'm particularly excited for i'll definitely like interested to hear what it's like it does seem like again they're like let's go back to classic dragon ball but like goku has to be literal for that right and
1: (sighs) yeah it, it it does seem again a bit like a nostalgia play which which makes me worried my my hope is that it will be a not just like nostalgic um in mm-hmm. in some of the ways that Dragon Ball GT I think does with um mm-hmm. Kid Goku, but that it it tries to like pay tribute to like what's come before, but then push the series forward. Mm-hmm. Um because um, something that um again Amanda had mentioned on our mm-hmm. uh, recent anime pop podcast was that next year does mark the the 40th anniversary of dragon ball from mm-hmm. the uh, original manga mm-hmm. so like it, it makes sense in in some ways to go back to you know the beginning um but i think f- for some people like me having the just immediate comparisons between dragon ball gt mm-hmm. and 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 daima are a little
0: worrying yeah uh yeah we'll we'll just we'll, we'll have to see um uh by the way as we're as we're closing this out i do want to mention that i uh so i watched the original first episode or i guess the later unedited first episode of this but i was able to find the the condensed episode that they originally aired in mm-hmm. u.s and I just wanted to tell you a little bit about that because it's not really a story uh, so much as a brief anecdote. So um, it's, it was not on Crunchyroll. Roll. Mm. Um, I, I went to my good friend Dailymotion to find it, but I could only find it in one form. And that was a very pixelated um, Game Boy Advance video version. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, wow. and like at the last minute like the audio just like completely crapped out so it's just like every like other syllable i could make out i i, I knew it was the end of episodes like it's like people used to watch videos like this and like that was like okay <laughs> that's really funny yeah uh, i didn't even know that there, there were a gt game Boy advance at least for like the first um you know dvd there was a Game Boy advanced version of that and it so, lets you know that you can't play with the Game Boy player ah uh, rude right as if you would want to blow up this pixelated monstrosity on your tv <laughs> i would oh um, yeah.
1: man what a what a time capsule or right. a time capsule core if you will you could have just said time machine yeah but i wanted to make the, the capsule core joke
0: yeah so do you, do you have anything else to say about, about this? Do you have to go back to like watching Spy Family now? You need something <laughs> something dependable to watch.
1: I mean, yeah, I do.
0: I, as someone who
1: does enjoy anime, has been watching a lot of anime recently, this is very subpar, I will say. <laughs> but I think it's worth revisiting. Um, I I think if you are a, you know, a a fan of Dragon Ball, um, as a franchise and you've not watched Dragon Ball GT, it's worth looking at. Like you, you may not love it. It may not be the, the highlight of, you know, the franchise for you, but it, it is worth exploring. Um, but if you are trying to get into anime, um, like if you're trying to get into Shonen, uh, specifically, there's a lot of better things out uh-huh. there especially on crunchyroll so right. um yeah if, if i'm looking for recommendations for this i'd say dragon ball fans give it a shot otherwise right. yeah crunchyroll's got a lot more
0: offerings right i mean yeah this is pretty short i mean it's only like 64 episodes which makes me question why they uh they cut it down Apparently like they only like released the new episode once every week when they this came out on in the US. Um, yeah. I, I would have to agree with you.
1: Well. But uh still no, I'm glad we, we went back and uh yeah, as I said earlier, it's not total garbage. So right. Yeah. So right. the GT yeah. does not stand
0: for garbage and trash. Well somebody said that um they thought that the GT standed for Goku Tiny. <laughs> They said I wasn't a very smart kid. I like Um, that better.
1: That's going to be how I'm going to refer to it from now on. Right.
0: Uh, I do have one question. It's just kind of brief. Uh, So you're watching it in the original Japanese, right?
1: I did a bit of both. I watched a few episodes in the English dub and I watched a few with the original Japanese. I'm
0: curious because in the original Japanese, um, so like Goku is voiced by... Goku adult Goku is voiced by the original voice actors who did kid Goku. Yes, um, is that like a distinction that's easy to hear once he changes? Does kid yeah. Goku sound substantially different from adult Goku? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, There's a pretty good distinction. Okay, because again, I, I, I'm not like Josh. I'm not you know i'm just built different i i usually watch you know things that are dubbed but occasionally i will watch something that is in the original japanese um i'm also i, I know that some people were not a fan of they also redid the music for uh gt they somebody described it as it being kind of a new metal kind mm-hmm. of soundtrack it's it's not the guy who did um the the z american soundtrack um they they got the person who did the uh actually a lot of the music for the Z movies um and then they uh funny thing with the Z movies they they would usually combine it with uh music from bands like disturbed while you're watching Goku fight but uh i don't know uh did you do you have any feelings on the american soundtrack cuz that's something i actually very heavily associate with the series yeah
1: it, 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 it that I, was I thought probably it was the kinda, weirdest
0: thing yeah i in my mind it almost sounded kind of grungy but i don't know i'm not a music expert
1: yeah that that was the the weirdest thing of watching one version versus the other yeah. it is it, not so much the, the voices the, the voices but the that the soundtrack is so wildly different yeah um i mean it, Again, the 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 metal or new metal, I think it it speaks to what they were trying to do when they brought this to the U.S. in terms of yeah. trying to make it as cool and, and edgy yeah. as possible, which I just don't think yeah. works. But it's it's memorable at the very least. So, yeah. um, no, I the that, that's that, new
0: with an N N U <laughs> yes metal. yes
1: yeah no and as a as much as i may have some nostalgia for the silly grand tour rap uh, yeah i i do think the um the original japanese opening is is far better yeah right
0: uh but josh i want to thank you for coming on this podcast i know it's it's not very hard to get you to talk about uh, anime these days
1: (laughs) yeah that's uh it's been my bread and butter recently Mm mm-hmm so uh, no, I'm I'm glad we got to uh, talk about an anime and and certainly if people want to hear more about my thoughts on anime, they are welcome to uh, listen to one of my other podcasts, uh, Anime Pop, uh, again with my co-host Amanda Rivas, where every month we talk about the ins and outs of anime. Um, most recently, we talked about the first season of My Happy Marriage on Netflix, as well as the second season of Spy Family, uh, and again we also did talk briefly about dragon ball dima um so really? highly encourage people to check that out um and then people can also find me on the tv break podcast um where we most recently talked about lessons in chemistry which i feel like alex totally punked me on that one like he he set me up to look like a fool Oh, okay uh, <laughs> i
0: haven't finished that podcast so i'll have to listen to it
1: no just go it was a uh, I it, it took a turn that i wasn't expecting mm-hmm. um and I, and I think uh it was it was well played by alex to, okay. to totally get my reaction on that okay. uh-huh. um so yeah encourage people to listen to that um not, not as much anti on that way but uh right. still a good one um aaron do you have anything that you want to plug or uh, tell uh me where yeah find you?
0: So, uh yeah so I, I i still occasionally write things on uh, the pop break um i did write a, a review for a movie on netflix called fair play the other uh, month i'm at Aaron Sarnicki on X, uh, X marks the spot uh, where I usually, I mostly share stuff that I've, uh, I uh, I'm writing, but you know, occasionally talk about movies that I'm watching. Yeah. Very yeah, cool.
1: Okay. And if people want to hear more from us here at the Andrew's Reiser podcast, They can listen to our most recent film podcast on uh, Pop Break Today, where we talked about the anniversary for Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm -hmm. Um, And then again, on the uh, TV front, if they want to listen to our most recent um, episode before this, we talked about the anniversary of the uh, Clone Wars uh, cartoon Mm -hmm. um, with uh, Amanda Rivas. And they can find that um, on the uh, Pop Break TV feed. Mm hmm but aaron thank you so much for joining me yep and to all of those listening uh thank you appreciate you taking the time to uh, go on this grand tour with us hope we'll be back next time and until then remember watch what you're saying